this is a Derek and Ben show. Late night. <laughs> When's the city hopping on? I don't fucking know. He said he's taking a shit. Start All start right, chirping him so when he comes in, he comes we don't, in we don't, hot. We don't even need him. We don't even need him. Let's just start this without him. I'm, I'm more electric <laughs> than he will be anyway, so let's get All this right, going. All right, all right, all right. Well, what's hey, up? What's up, D-Man? Nothing. Just got home. What do you say? Idiot. Well, John, I figure he must be talking to you because he can't be talking to me like that. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm talking to you. What's going you on, pouring, fellas? You pouring a glass of bourbon? Yes, sir. Yo. Are we live right now? I'm confused. Yeah. Yeah. So, Are like, we... as soon as you – yeah, so you're in the chat room. So, like, see how on your phone it says recording and there's a timer? Yeah, I see that, but <laughs> – I'm just, I'm just like, I just feel like we're just sitting here talking. I, I, you know, I'm waiting for my intro. I'm confused. I didn't even get an intro yet. What do you think? You're Babe Ruth, buddy? I, pretty much. Pretty much, bud. Holy fuck. All right. Welcome back to another episode of All Things Red. On today's episode, I have two of the funniest motherfuckers that I've ever met in my life. Well, um, one and a half. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> One and a half. We got um, Ben Brooks, Derek Richards, my dogs. How are we? Doing all right, John. I'm doing all right. I'm doing great, John. I'm doing fantastic. Now I'm on a podcast with you guys. I'm, I'm fired up. I'm excited. Yeah. You drink. You get a little energy drink or caffeine in you before? No, I'm actually. I'm actually having a blue light right now. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck. All right. Well. Fucking what you guys been up to? It's been a while since uh we've touched touch base. Shit, man. A lot of a lot of work. Um got some play in there, um, which was great. Got to go home in December, see a couple of the boys, and now we're back and probably grinding it out till at least the end of May and maybe plan another vacay. But not too much, man. What about you? Just been uh, chilling, got back from Denver, just fucking doing this podcast, still doing the real estate, and fucking, then I got Derek calling me 24-7, asking me if I want to buy Yankees tickets to go this summer with them. (laughs) (laughs) Derek, what you been up to? You got a phone call, there's no doubt. (laughs) I just got a phone call. (laughs) (laughs) I I just got a phone call, boys. Sorry about that. <laughs> Yo, I literally told you that if you get a phone call, this audio might cut out, and you're like, "Eh, no one's gonna." Dude, fucking call I, me I mean, I don't know, you know why this guy called me. That was wild. I, I don't know. I don't know why he's calling me right now. <laughs> Who the fuck called you? My, my coworker, my guy. What's he want? Uh, he said he's calling the vent about some asshole, probably some client. Who knows? I don't. Why? Why you call me? Oh, fucking nine client. o'clock at night. I don't want to hear that right now. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> Yeah, call me tomorrow. Gotta set some boundaries, dude. Call me tomorrow. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, speak your mind to him, Derek. Whatever. Yeah. So, uh, are we still we're still on the pod here? Yeah. No, I actually uh, I just got back from Tampa, John, as you know. Uh, other than that, mm-hmm. actually, that was the first vacation I've been on since I started working about two years ago. So, um, it was fucking well needed, and it was fantastic. Had a had a few couple great days on the beach and uh and we went to some bar slash club at on a Saturday night, got a table. It was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Needed some vacation time, but now I'm back grinding out here until probably hopefully that Bills Dolphins game. 
So, Oof. yeah, we got a bud. Yeah, dude, that's gonna be a shit show. That kid's gonna be a fucking fool when he's not oh, there. Yeah, I told him yesterday. I was like, dude, your lifestyle is uh, completely change. You're going from Napa Valley, where you your your fun night out was going on a fucking wine tour, to fucking <laughs> Cartel Central. <laughs> Yo, he used to get when I would go visit him. He would get so fucked up on those wine tours. Oh, I believe it. I mean, I, I mean, those they I mean, gotta be a blast. I mean, they're awesome vineyards too. Yeah, I mean, on top of it, like, some of the spots have, like, tequila tasting, too. So, like, it's just a shit show. I mean, like, he said when uh, I was recording with him, he was just like, Nap is sweet if you like getting fucking absolutely cranked and being in bed by 9 o'clock. <laughs> Jesus. But, uh, fuck, all right, well, let's let's get right into it. You know, uh, Ben, I'll start off with you. So, we'll just go Ben, Derek, Ben, Derek. But, like, uh, um, you know, for both of you, pretty much, like, the same thing. Like, how did you end up at uh, – how did you end up at Mercier's? Because I know, like, Ben, not the fucking – boost you or anything like i know you were pretty uh uh high school was pretty nice at lacrosse and then obviously you got some high school awards and shit like that so like did you go to mercier's because your brother was there or like uh like what how did you end up there yeah i'll say around high school was good at lacrosse but not all of us on the team were very good john so i ended up at mercier's but um what i'll also say is that no a big part of it was definitely ian being there big bro was already there so i knew a bunch of the dudes and i saw how close they were and how fucking hard they partied just was so <laughs> cool to me at 17 18 years old um and then d i don't know if you remember this but we were at the umbc tournament yeah and it was like the time we were all committing and you were like i don't even know where i'm going yet i'm like d you should come to mercy or something we should room together yeah no, I do remember that, and that was the tournament Coach Ryan, like, I think he first saw me. It was, like, our junior year, going into senior yeah. year. I, I think he had reached out to me a couple of times before that, but um, that was the tournament. After that tournament, then he actually did offer me a scholarship after UFBC, but um, that was, yeah, I mean, that was a fucking wild tournament. Those tournaments were always fun. I mean, he had the best, uh, D, like, Petromala was there, like, the best Division One lacrosse coaches were at that tournament. It used to be the best tournament in the country every summer yeah for sure we were nasty too i mean it was a different breed of players coming up like luke bailey was on that squad everyone blaze yeah blaze the joe all those guys were on the team it was a good time and then the poop dollar remember the poop dollar oh you remember the poop dollar dude (laughs) dude that was crazy John, John, we was the poop dollar oh man i've never seen blaze reared and laugh so hard in his life bro tell that story ben so we're, we're staying at UMBC and it's a bunch of, and the team was actually called blaze too. His, his dad started the team. Um, but there's a bunch of us hanging out in the dorm rooms and, and, and you know, one of our buddies, <laughs> I guess we'll say one of our buddies takes a shit and put wraps it in a dollar and he goes and puts <laughs> his dollar on, on, on the campus of UMBC. And, you know, there's still students there in the summer. So there's a bunch of lacrosse dudes, a bunch of chicks that are, you know, attending summer classes. And people are going around and picking up this dollar, bro, <laughs> with some shit in it. <laughs> and we're watching from, like, I don't know, the 16th floor looking down at these yeah. idiots. <laughs> they caught us one time. They looked right up at us. And we were just like, oh, fuck. Everybody ducking. Yeah, we did that. It was nuts. 
Holy fuck! Have you have you two been? Uh, were you two boys in high school too, or did you guys get close when you got the mercy? We had like mutual friends in high school. Like, yeah, one of Derek's best girlfriends was my one of my best. Oh friends, yeah, yeah, cousin. Yeah. So we were we would like <laughs> chill, but we didn't know each other. Like we knew of each other. Yeah, and then club lacrosse kind of. Uh, I mean, we played club lacrosse together a little bit. So obviously, like we met we met yeah. Vaughn. I met Vaughn through club lacrosse too, and then. Somehow, somehow we all fucking ended up at Mercier's, which is kind of fucking wild. But I mean, yeah, we we definitely got closer at Mercier's, but we like all knew of each other before. So, yeah, I know. Like when I transferred in at first, um, Megan was telling me because I've known Megan for fucking forever now. But like he was telling me how like uh, how like close everyone is and how fucking crazy everyone is. Like like how like everyone how hard people go like in practice and then outside of practice like fucking how hard people party and shit like that and i kind of didn't believe it and then when i got there and saw like literally how close you guys all were it was like kind of like mind-boggling me i honestly thought i was being fucked with at first because at hobart it wasn't it wasn't like that so like as soon as i got i remember ben i don't even know if you remember this but i had the option of uh like coach ryan was like you could either live with mr man or brady or you can live with ben and vaughn i think it was and then I just knew Mr. Min from high school. And because obviously, like, I didn't have the best experience at Hobart that I was just like, ah, I'm not going to really, like, live with two, two random ass kids I don't know yet. Man, and then that what first a bad night, choice you made. <laughs> I mean, look, come on. Like, living with Mr. Min was free comedy. No, that's, 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 you know true. That. that's true. That's true. John, do you, John, do you know about the 442 stories? No, no, but I do remember the first day after we had our first team meeting, you just walked right up to me and you're just like, yo, you're one of the boys now. We're doing poker night. Come come through. Yeah, let's go. Um, and I didn't know if that was like a, an initiation type thing. So I kind of like blew you off and then you kept fucking asking me. So I showed up and, uh, you know, leading into your 442 stories, that fucking apartment was one of the craziest things I've ever experienced. Yeah. No, 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 John. That's that's the 617 story. Oh, what's the four four two? Derek, this guy doesn't even know about four, the four four, 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 four two. Four four two is uh, <laughs> that's where Brooks and I were in our dorm room. It's our dorm room together. Is that uh, is that where that picture was taken of you passed out on the? No, floor? that was that no, was in the apartment. That was, that was in the apartment. Yeah, that. Yeah, and that's six. That was a wild. Day. That's a six. Derek, what is 442? 442 was basically if you were if you were dying and you saw a bright light, that's where you're looking up to, man. Um, (laughs) There's a bunch of Dave Matthews blaring um, some Ed Hardy jeans and shirts going around to share (laughs) and a bunch of a bunch of acts cologne right dude yeah no that definitely was true that was definitely true back in the day it was that yeah you, it was me i i, I fucking <laughs> i grew out of that don't worry i got a whole new wardrobe now <laughs> what are you rocking now uh, lulu lulu everything <laughs> that's right lulu everything holy fuck what uh okay so then what what's the other apartment number you said the one that i experienced that's 613 yeah that was a good time uh do you remember do you remember when we had that fucking food fight dude i saw this dude mike card he was a walk-on if you remember him he got i remember card yeah he got he got smashed in the face with a banana (laughs) (laughs) and and nothing was the same after that dude i remember fucking uh i don't remember if it was plasky or brady but one of them fucking threw an egg and it fucking almost (laughs) 
smashed the RA right in the face. <laughs> oh. And then he was trying to get us to stop, and then we wouldn't. Oh, fuck. fuck. Yeah, I remember that. that. He came out. What was that dude's name, dude? I completely forget. I, like Grant something. or something. He was an absolute Yeah, he, he yeah. wasn't. Dude, there was one time Brooks literally, he threw a bottle through the top window in the apartments, and it was like, wasn't anybody that we knew that lived. We knew who lived there, but, like, we didn't, like, it wasn't, like, a lacrosse it, guy. It was, and it was Kyle Ashburn, not our boy. Yeah, he threw it through the window. He threw it through the window, and I'm shit-faced. He blames it. He told me it was me. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm like, no way. I did not throw that. Like, I'm, I'm totally confused. And then he, like, somehow convinced it was me, and I was literally going to pay, like, 100 bucks to get it fixed. And then I, I woke up the next day, and he finally <laughs> said to me, like, yeah, no, it wasn't you. It was me. And I was like, fucking. Uh, <laughs> fucking this guy. Dude, who was it when uh, – who, who, who was it that got into a fistfight with oh, Crow? Oh, Brooks did. That was in our – that was in my dorm oh. That was fucking crazy. Yeah, that was my yeah, dorm room. room but, um, yeah, I remember you guys telling me about that. But there I wasn't was a picture. There yeah, no, he – yeah, we, we took a picture right after because that's how crazy we were. He actually had a cast on his hand at the time, so he was punching me in the face with a cast yeah. on. <laughs> Dude, there was um, blood everywhere. John, I don't, think, I don't think there's a guy – I don't think there's a guy on the team that I didn't want to swing on. No. No, 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 not at all. Because, I mean, me and you have fucking – you've swung on me at you practice a couple never, times. Uh, like, just you definitely have swung on me. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. Because <laughs> if you – That's because I don't throw uppercuts, buddy. <laughs> if, you, if you did, it'd be problems for you. And you know that. <laughs> we were, wait, Brooks, I was on the phone with John earlier, and he was telling a story about when uh, – when, well, we can get into it later too, but like when Megan fucking were in the backyard, I don't know if you were there that weekend, and he like said something. John, oh you want to tell, tell the story? I don't even remember. Yeah, I was fucking my buddy Mark came up. Yeah, my buddy Mark came up. Um, the kid I lived with in Boston, he came up for the weekend. It was like his first time experiencing Mercyhurst, and we it was when they were doing like the block parties like at Wayne oh, like right sure. around that time yeah. in the spring yeah and fucking you we would all, we wouldn't do goat house cuz goat house was always getting fucking stopped by the police which i don't i'm just going to say this now cuz i don't remember when it was but i don't know if you remember this Ben but like it was it was the first year you were living at goat house and eerie Eerie PD showed up, and you thought that it was Campus PD, and they were knocking on the door, and you were blasted, and you're just like, listen, buddy, unless you have a fucking warrant, get the fuck out oh, of my yeah. driveway, and slam the fucking door. <laughs> yeah, Coach Ryan I was about like, that. Yeah, yo, and I was just like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, that, because that was one of the first, like, that I was actually crazy, wild. Right? I forgot about People that. that fucking crazy. I didn't know. And the cop just like walked away and I was like, yo, where the fuck, where the fuck did we go to school? <laughs> and then after that, it was all downhill. But, um, you know, so that was a little side note, but, um, you know, kind of to the savage that you are, but yeah, no, my buddy Mark came up to visit and Megan, you guys had like some party at, uh, it was like their, their gear place with Crow. And we had like the front panel of our, uh, our front door was like completely like, busted out. And so Megan just happened to pop his head in, but when he popped his head in, his nose was like a little bloody and his fucking eye was like damn near shut because it was black and blue. And he's just like, he pops his head in and he's like, Mark, hey, how you doing? Like, he fucking talks. And, um, and Mark's like, yo, what the fuck happened to you? You get into a fight? He goes, ah, and he's like, no, fuck Derek. And I'm like, oh, what'd you do? He's like, 
He's just like, oh, yeah, and fucking Derek started talking shit, so I had to tell him his mother and sister were a whore, which, hey, true. <laughs> and he's just like, but then he's like, he's just like, yeah, Derek just fucking walked right up to me. and was just like, watch your fucking mouth. And, you know, me, like, I'm not faced by that little guy. So he just, he, he fucking, he's like, he fucking swung on me, gave me the shiner. But, hey, I'm built different, so it didn't face me. Oh, God, dude. No, I was not there that weekend, but I Yeah, so I just that. wanted you to know that's what would happen to you, yeah. right? Don't fucking come at me. Oh, that's what that that's what you were getting at. Oh <laughs> uh, fuck. Holy fuck. Uh no, I would definitely say that um I'm trying to think. Like, do you remember it was I it was, I think it was like right before homecoming when we had those uh air airsoft wars? Oh man. Oh that and, was fucking and, awesome. And Poe fucking shot out Derek's back. Yeah, spider <laughs> and Poe shot out yeah, Derek's spider back. No, that was that was oh, Jimmy. Yeah, was Crow. Jimmy but they were no, sitting on our roof. They were, with two, a, they were uh, together. With the red Yeah, they were they had a Red Rider BB gun though. We were cheating from inside the goat house. We actually had real guns. Yeah, yo, because me and Brady got shot and it broke our skin and Colin was fucking pissed. And then, yo, as Colin was running towards the house, Derek's window yeah, got dude, shot. <laughs> dude, I remember, I remember sitting in the post room, which was in the upstairs of our house, and him and Crow were sitting on the roof with the BB gun, and they shot Pat Liddy in the head. <laughs> this dude drops, man. I felt so bad for him. How did that even start? Uh, yeah, I mean, the goat house was a bunch of bullies, man. We would, me and John would go wait in people's houses. And we waited in your house one time, John, when you lived I know, Brady, dude. And we just lit I you know, guys we, up when, when you walked in the door. Fucking, I think Joe was with you guys, too. And Joe was, like, where Zachary's room was. And then you two were, uh, you two were standing by our room. So, like, we literally were trapped. I remember we had to, like, run through one of you guys just to get out of the fucking house yeah. as we were being pelted with bullets. Yeah, so a lot of people had... Uh... In a, you know, a target on our backs at the goat house, and and poor Vaughn, he never did anything wrong. He was just always a victim. <laughs> yeah, he was. Dude, I, uh, fucking Justin sailed DM me earlier when I said I posted about you being on, and he was like, "I better hear some goat house stories flying." Oh man, let me tell you a story about that guy. So his first week at school, um, we're chilling, and it's like four or five a.m. in the morning. And Poe takes out sale to our driveway. Have you ever seen the goat house driveway? Yeah. Yeah. It looks like, it looks like, well, (laughs) yeah, you know, it it looks like it's, first of all, you got to describe this so people know, but it's about, (laughs) it's on a 60 degree slant. It's got massive, it looks like a crater hit it. And Poe sends Justin sale absolutely blacked out on a skateboard down this thing. And Sale gets about two feet down, and then the skateboard's still going on the ground, but Sale is about four feet in the air, face first onto the pavement. And that's my first memory of Sale at Mercyhurst. You knew him from high school, though, right? I knew his older brother. I knew of Sale, right? We were so far apart in age where, like, I may have saw him at a high school party once. Is that how he had his? Is that was? Is that why his face was so fucking busted up? It was from the yeah, uh, he time fell that down, he fucking yeah. busted his face. Yeah, that's what you what just said. Down. Holy fuck, dude! I remember the first time I like finally got to go out with you guys. Um, because remember when I transferred in, we played Delaware and I got <laughs> dude, fucking you were, like you were yeah. fucked up on the and bus. You were fucked <laughs> up on the bus. We're all like so happy. Dude. We're about to go fucking back and have a fucking party. We're excited. We're fucking, everybody's talking, having a good time, and there's you. I look back, and you're just 
dude, you're, you're like, it's like your head should have been like in a garbage. You just look like you were going to be throwing up the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Co- fucking coach was just like, yo, like, don't worry. Like, it'll be a quiet bus ride back. Not, no fucking chance. People were banging on the fucking windows, fucking screaming the entire time. Dude, and it's funny, too, because like when uh, we watched film on that and there was audio for it and you could just see like, you know, everyone just immediately take a knee and you could just see Brady screaming, laughing and running towards the yeah. end of the bench. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, dude, you got <laughs> fucked up. But that was when I fucking uh, took Mr. Man. And then, like, the finally the first weekend I got to go out with you guys, I was a fucking – I was probably one of the most fucked up I've been in ever. And that was when – do you remember I had fucking Mr. Mentalman on and I was in the fucking shower? Dude, I remember that we... video. I was like, D-Man, this dude is a weapon. But, oh, with the fucking helmet on and stuff? Dude, you guys – I was there. Yeah, I'm pretty, yeah. Sure yeah I'm pretty sure I was with you. Yeah, because Mr. Man had all his, like – Mr. Man had all his fucking football gear in the house for some reason. So, like, I, my dumbass thought it would be a good idea to rock that shit and wear it out. Yeah. Now, I mean, like, getting back to it, like, um, obviously, like, looking back on Mercier's, we just told little funny stories. Maybe we told a little too much. But um, for, like, both of you, like, what was that, What was that like, overall experience like? And, like, if you could, like, go back in time, would you change, change anything about it? Um, hmm, for me? Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> for me, I think – I think it's so crazy that we, we throw 18 year olds into college and be like, Hey, pick something that you want to focus on for the next 40 years. Um, so I think that's a little insane. So I, I don't think I would change it because the memories and the dudes that we were around and like the friendships we have now <clears throat> are just insane. Like I talk to Mercier Scott on a daily basis, whether that's, you know, Derek or anyone in our group chats or Jerry Cook or, or Perna or Greenway, like guys that I just talk to on a daily basis to see what's up. Um, so I would definitely don't think I'd change it. But I think it is just madness that we like throw 18 year olds into college and are like, you know, go do this for the rest of your life or like pick a major. And even if you change that major, it's like, is this really what I want to do for the next 40 years until I retire? Yeah, no, like I, uh, Derek, before, before you go, which I'm going to bring this up afterwards, but it's kind of like the whole, like, you know, is college a scam debate yeah. in a way, but I'll, we'll get into that after I hear what Derek. Yeah, no, I mean, this. personally, like I, I wouldn't change a thing either. Um, I think, you know, for me, I, I mean, even going back to like how I got to Mercier's, I really didn't, I, I wouldn't say I got late in the recruiting game. I definitely was talking to a lot of people. Um, and I just think Coach Ryan was, like, on me the hardest. And he was the first one to, like, throw something at me. Um, and then I, it was the only school I visited. Like, I, and that was the only thing I would recommend. And I know you ask that question sometimes. I don't know if you're going to or not. But, like, recommending, like, going out and, like, actually going and seeing other colleges and seeing what other colleges have to offer. Um, because I didn't do that. I literally only visited Mercier and was like, you know what, I'm going here. You know, they have all these accolades. They won national championships. I mean, I knew Shane, right? So, like, I knew Shane was there. Um, and, you know, I knew some of the guys that were going in. But, no, I wouldn't change anything. I mean, I, I love the friends that I've made, um, the memories, like, lacrosse and off the field. I mean, off the field was – it was – I mean, dude, Dowd said it. Like, when he was on, it's it's more fun than anything anybody could have. I mean, I wish I could go back there, you know I mean, and pay fucking dollar right now to have a fucking – or a 10 – you get a 10-cent beer right now at the Stone, you know? Um so, I mean, no, I, I wouldn't change anything at, at all. I mean, I'm very happy with the decision I made, but if we're going to talk about college and, you know, we go into that debate, 
I definitely, you know, I have my opinions on it for sure. But yeah, I mean, before we even get into that, kind of like how you just brought it up, like, I definitely want to hear both your take on it is that it's like, um, kind of like what you're saying about Mercier had Achilles and shit like that. Like coach Ryan recruited me pretty like hard out of high school. And like, I had a bunch of like other D one, like D one offers and D one looks, but like, I was so stuck on like the, Oh, I want to play at the best possible like <laughs> level, which, you know, obviously like when I got to Mercyhurst, I, I say this all the time, like every single one of you guys could obviously play D one, but it's you're at a D two program. That's top 10 in the country. So it's still like a high yeah. level of lacrosse, but like, do you think that it kind of like fucks? Um, it didn't. It didn't fuck with. It didn't fucking bother me because like I got school paid for between like athletics and academics. But um, coming out of high school, so I don't have any student debt, thankfully. But um, but do you guys do you guys think that like that is like the wrong conversation? And, we'll, and this will lead into like the whole like college college is a scam debate is like pretty much like do you think that like you know kids getting googly eyed over because like when I saw Hobart's schedule. I, I didn't have the best time when I visited there, but I'm like, yo, we play Michigan, Penn State, Towson, Ohio State, Syracuse, Cornell, like fucking all these big time schools. I'm like, I'm going here just because of the schedule. And then obviously, like, looking back, I ended up transferring because it just it wasn't for me. Do You think that like there's not the proper conversation with kids nowadays to be like, yo, don't even fucking worry about that. Like, go to a place where you're actually going to you can see yourself having fun if you're not playing a sport and not really focus on the sport because that's like extra or like, what, yeah, you, what mean, about do you think? A hundred percent. I think that, I think it definitely happens. People definitely get googly eyed. You know, I mean, you, I mean, like, I mean, I think Condre talked about it on his podcast. Like you can't just, um, I wouldn't just hop into a school just because you could possibly win a national championship because to be honest, we didn't win one in the four years we were there. I mean, we, we had some good teams. We probably could have, um, you know, things didn't go our way, but like, um, you know, you gotta be smart about your choices. Like, I, I mean, Ben said it a little bit, like I went in, I was, I didn't even have a freaking major until two years, you know, after being at Mercyhurst. Like I didn't even know what I was doing. I was just like, Oh, I'm going to go win a national championship and play lacrosse. Like and after being 17 years old, you know, I'm like not really, um, kind of, you know, I think my parents probably sat me down and talked to me about it, but like, I didn't care. You know, I'm, I'm here. I am. I'm young. And I'm just like, Hey, I love sports. It's all I've ever done. I want to go win, you know, and play, but sometimes kids don't even play, you know? So you kind of gotta, that's why I said before, like, you really should weigh all your options, you know, and just see like what else is out there and see what the best fit is for you. Um, you know, and kind of, you know, what, what's, you know, what's going to be the best for your outcome after school as well. So that's my thought on it, but Yeah, what you got, Ja? Yeah, um, I, you know, I guess the spin right off that. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think it's madness to throw kids in at 17. And I think the conversation now is a little bit more realistic, right? Like when I was helping out with Sweetlax and coaching those guys when I was home in Rochester, there was a lot of kids like pulling out of Michigan and Syracuse, which are phenomenal schools, to then go play at UPenn or Cornell so I think the conversations there of like, okay, lacrosse is going to end soon, right? What do we do next? Um, for me, I was never really enthused by the D1s or that lifestyle. Like I never cared about that shit. Because as soon as you got to Mercyhurst, like when I used to go up and visit Ian in high school, I would go to the game and be like, nobody on this team is bad. There's not one person on this team that is bad. Um and I just could tell that from warm-up. So, like, I guess when I was a sophomore, I wanted to go there. And in the recruiting process, I mean, there was, like, Robert, the Robert Morrises of the world. There was West Point that 
I considered going to and visited because this dude, Gunnar Miller in high school, I looked up to was there already. So I thought that would have been a good fit. Um, got there and decided absolutely not. Um, and, and those are the smaller schools. But one day coach Ryan just calls me and this was my, I think my junior or my sophomore year summer going into junior year. And he, you know, he was asking me how the recruiting process was going and told me John Plasky had just committed. He was the first commit for our class. And then he goes, Ben, are you fucking coming here or what? And I was just like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and that was it. The rest was history. I was at years for the, for the rest of my four years, or I guess our four and a half years. Dude. Oh yeah. Good times. Even though you were being a, you were, you were kind of a fucking boner that last, that last half year. You had a freaking dog. So they had a dog, bro. That was the worst decision. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, we had this about nice that. apartment downtown. Oh. Great spot, right across that. from Bourbon Barrel. Like, I mean, I had a blast. Mister Min just came over and hung out with me every day. So, but Brooks was fucking sitting in his room doing nothing, <laughs> fucking saying that he's working. I'm like, what are you working on? You're not working on shit. <laughs> Yo, that apartment. I forgot that apartment was fucking. That apartment was sick because we would always have uh, before we'd go out. We'd always have the boys over, be playing fucking poker. Having you know whiskey, yeah, just yeah, that, that, that apartment was dope. It would actually have been dangerous. It would have been dangerous. Well, that one alumni weekend, we had fucking everyone and their mother. Yeah, yeah. And if we, dude, if we would have done that, if we would have had that, like while we were playing, that shit would have been dangerous. But like to your um to your point, Ben, about like everyone, like everyone at Mercier's was good because like when I transferred in, obviously there's a little dip from D two, like the game's a little bit slower and and stuff like that. But like <laughs> honestly, like every single kid was was good that played on on the team and whatnot but no like so the thing that like i you know get into the college scam is the debate is like and i'm not ben i'm not trying to like you know pump you up or anything but you're one of the very first kids that um when i got to mercyhurst um and i don't know if you did it as a joke or like you were like you know seriously you know about it i mean obviously you are now but like at first i thought it was a joke but you were always like saying like oh money moves or billionaire job or like you would just be saying like stupid (laughs) ass shit like that and then obviously job money and then you you know obviously like me and you like kind of had private conversations and you know we started talking about like money finance investing and all that bullshit and then um we kind of you know started getting into it a little bit and then now that we're both graduated and I've come and seen you in Rochester and shit we always talk about like college is a scam in the sense of like it's almost an economic decision because like you said it's kind of crazy you throw kids 17 18 you know they're basically taking out loans for schools that are like anywhere from like 30 to 40 to 50k a year and you know like not many kids understand that process of like yo like i'm gonna have to pay this back eventually if i don't get if i don't get it if i don't get a scout like luckily i i got it paid like my mom told me she's like if you didn't get school paid for you'd be going to college because no way we were affording that shit so the thing is is like you know being in boston and a lot of like business mentors that i you know i i still have and stuff they tell me all the time they're just like yo it like nowadays it's fucking stupid because school's becoming more and more expensive and then when you get out your entry-level jobs dude you're you'd be lucky to make 40 40 45k so it's just like i don't know how you guys feel but i i was touching on this earlier with Derek when uh, he gave me a call is that it's like there's no, at least in my opinion, I have never heard any conversation with an 18 year old about, Hey, do you like, if you can't get a scholarship or grant or you're not, or something like that, like 
every year you're there, that could be 30, 40, 50 K that you're going to have to pay back. If you don't know what you want to do, maybe you should, you know, go into a trade or yeah. Or, or get an internship or, you know, while you're living at home with your parents and you're 18, try to shadow someone that you think you would want to do that job because, you know, then you are saving money. And when you save money and then you know what you want to do, you have like a better structured and planned future. Cause I feel like a lot of our friends, not to get long winded here, when they get out of college, they're still like, yeah, I still don't know what the fuck yeah. I want to do. I just partied my ass off for four years. Um, I mean, that goes back to, a, a, it's a really a bigger problem of parenting and that fucking echoes across the U S right now. And we're seeing it firsthand, but I won't get into that. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it really is, but it's funny you bring that up because I was actually talking. Jerry Cook was just out here for the whole week, and you know, we were obviously doing a little bit of working. We were golfing. We were we were went to the M's game, so we spent a bunch of time together. And Jerry's always a guy who comes to me, and you know, whether it's talking about careers or or whatnot. But when I was talking to him, yeah, beauty. absolute beauty. Um, when I was talking to him, I think it was on Sunday night. We were coming back from Chambers Bay, and. I was just like, for me, I always thought of myself, like, there's no shot. I'm not going to be successful. I I just know it. Like, there's no fucking shot in hell that I'm not going to be successful. And I've always thought that, like, from, I think, a young age that I wanted to be in some type of business. And the people business, I didn't know if it was sales. I didn't know if it was fashion. I I just knew I was really good with people um, and that I just wasn't going to lose, I guess, is the best way to put it. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Like, that's kind of like what I mean by like, you were always like, you kind of always had that swag of just like, not like I'm the fucking man, but like you, you yeah. get what I'm saying. I mean, you kind of just like t- touched on it, but like, Derek, what do you think? About yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, like, I mean, we already kind of touched on it a little bit. I, I think that, um, you know, I, I don't know, I guess throwing people into school, I, I don't know. I, I guess for me, you know, not, having my decision like on school like right away was kind of that that was something I wish I had done you know like and I and honestly go back about it like not talking about parenting but like I, I think my parents may have sat me down I don't remember you know and like to me I I do have I do have student debt you know and um you know I actually got lucky like I have a decent job out of college like I enjoy what I do I'm in sales like I've never I won't look back on it like it's definitely what I need to what I should be in I mean, I fucking talk for days and, um, I love meeting people like, no, you? like um, <laughs> no, yeah, but like, dude, and even honestly, I say it all the time, like, like, I was thinking about it today. I talked to Megan. I was like, dude, Megan would be great in sales. Like, like if you, I mean, it, there's some, you know, you gotta have some, um, strategy to it and you gotta like understand, you know, actually selling, but, um, you know, personally, like. I think the college debt and shit like that, it's just, it's, it's, it's absurd. Um, you know, I, and I think like for Mercier's to be a school that's like 40 to 50 grand a year is crazy. I mean, and like I had a scholarship, but I'm still, I still have debt, you know? And like, I didn't have, you know, I didn't get a full like or whatever. So it, you know, it didn't help me obviously enough, but, um, you know, I think in some ways kids have to make a decision, you know, before they choose to do that. I say all the time, like, I'm not going to force my kids to go to college if they don't want to. Now, on the other hand, I do think having a degree is great. You know, I mean, I, I, you know, I have a cousin right now. He's a little older. Um, he's actually trying to get into med device sales and he's struggling. Like 
the guy would kill it in it. I know he would. Like, he's a hard worker. Like, he's great at his job right now. Um, but they won't really – like, he's having a tough time because he doesn't have a degree. Um, so, like, I, I just think, you know, it depends on, like, what you want to do in life. Like, if you want to be in a trade, then don't go to school and just go to trade school. I mean, if you want to be a doctor or physician or, you know, having a business degree doesn't hurt. But I do think experience can honestly trump anything. You know, I got a lot of family members who do pretty well and they don't – they didn't go to school. So – I, you know, I just think it depends on what you want to do and kind of what, you know, um, you know, kind of where you want to go in life. So. Yeah, no. And I only asked that because like the one thing that like got brought to my attention that I thought was fucking crazy is that it's like um, the guy that I was working for in Boston, he was basically breaking down for me, like how you can invest in real estate and like how that like obviously creates the most like millionaires out of any industry. Like Ben, we had this conversation too. It's just like, there's like, you don't even like, even if you take business classes or finance classes, you're still not necessarily learning how to become financially independent, financially free, which we all know the reason that like, it's not taught in school, which we don't need to touch on. But like, the thing too, is that it's just like, a lot of people don't even know, like Derek, you said this to me earlier when we were talking, it's just like, if you were to take like three to $400 every single month and put it in like a compounding interest fund, like and you let that shit sit for like 20 to 30 years, you could have anywhere from like a million to two to 3 million, depending on like what the rate of return is. And it's just like, most people pay, pay that much yeah. in student loan debt. So it's like, you know, and if make, yeah, make your yeah, money. Grow if, for you. um, if like that conversation was had earlier, like in high schools and shit like that. And yeah, I get, you have a core curriculum that you need to teach kids, the liberal arts of like history and you know, all that other bullshit. But it's just like, at the same time, it's just like, some kids just aren't meant for school, like in, in all honesty. And like, Ben, I know you know this. Yeah, it's just like, 100%. I think it's like 89% of like people that are millionaires, like didn't even go to college. And not that like, um, everyone needs to be a fucking millionaire. But like, there's a lot of people that like, I and like, I have boys that like, I went to high school dude. that work jobs where they're just like, fuck, dude, like, I have to do this because I have bills. But it's just like, I fucking hate my job. But I don't know what else I would do. Dude, one of my one it, like it's uh, that's why I said it earlier. Like, I, if my kids didn't want to go to college, and they, but I would tell them like go do a trade because the trades are great. Like, you still can get into a job that like you get a ton of benefits, um, you know, and they and they can be really good paying jobs. But like one of my best friends from high school, he literally was like fuck college. He could barely get through high school, and he was like, he's like, I'm not doing college. It ain't for me. He went into a trade. He works for an HVAC company here, dude, and he he kills it. Like, does really well. Um. And like he, I mean, he's been working since he's 18. Like he's, he's bought a ton of stuff. He goes on vacations all the time. Like doesn't have any debt or anything. So, I mean, like, you know, I mean, like we said, it, it just depends on what you want to do, but hundred percent people aren't all men for school. Um, yeah, Ben, what you got over here? No, yeah, I agree. Um, I don't think, you know, everyone's aspiration needs to necessarily be a billionaire, but I think everybody's aspiration is not to worry about cash, right? Um, and that's what it really comes down to is not, is not worrying about cash. Yeah, no, 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 put it out there. <laughs> simple and plain. Speaking, <laughs> speaking, baby. S- simple and plain, yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's what I want to be, but I also understand that some people don't really give a shit about that. Um and it comes down to, I think everyone would be a lot happier if they were more stable financially. And, you know, that breaks down into a million different things that God, we don't have time for. But um, I think the biggest picture is, is, you know, you need to surround yourself with the right people, right? You become what you listen to. And I, uh-huh. I'm a true believer in that. 
if you're around some negative ass people or you're around some losers, man, you're going to turn into those losers that are going to turn into those negative people. Um, think about it even just on the golf course. When you're, when you're with a negative guy on the golf course, it's, it's your worst round ever because you, you had to be around that guy. Um, so for me, I, I surround myself with some pretty dope ass people even out here. I mean, my mentors in Rochester were the absolute dogs, um, like just absolute ballers. Uh, and, you know, McKenna's dad is a big one for me. I think that guy's one of the coolest dudes, one of the most different dudes out there, but just a good person um, and super responsible financially. So, well, like getting into that, um, how, long, how long have you and McKenna been dating for now? It feels like fucking forever. I will, yeah, I would hope so. For every dog. Um, uh, it is, uh, I think we're just about on six, six, almost yeah, Derek, seven that's years. what you have to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. No, Derek was there from day I one, baby. Uh, day like, one. If you want, I mean, if you don't want, I can always cut this out, but like, kind of like how you said, uh, talking about like McKenna's dad, you know, you know, having a big impact on you, like, what are some of the things, if there is anything you would share that like, you don't think you would have learned if it wasn't for him? Yeah, I think, um, I'm happy to go into it. I think going into Mercier's my sophomore year, I mean, Derek can attest to this. I was not looking for a girlfriend. Um, girlfriend was not on the radar <laughs> but when you kind of meet someone like her you're just like uh oh you're you're different you know you're you're kind of making me a better person like what's going on here um and then you go and you meet where you know she grew up and her lifestyle and her family's lifestyle and really depict kind of you know what made her her it was a really i mean a big testament to her is her father and her father is the most quiet guy he'll never be outspoken in a disagreement he would never raise his voice which was you know coming from an italian family and Derek you can also attest to this that's not the way we go yeah. about things <laughs> um you know so really watching his patience and him running his own business and always being calm and kind of he's always also has that that cups half full mentality it's never empty so I think that has really had a massive effect on my life and even, you know, things that we talk about and I've helped him with the business and he's asked me my opinion, which I value and we both value because it's a lot of quality time between the two of us. And, and we just look at things so differently that when we collaborate, it's, it's incredible. Um, you know, with that being said, John, I, you can also attest to this, you know, not having the dad at every lacrosse tournament absolutely blows, right? It's almost awkward when you're like, 13, 14, 15 years old. And my dad always put the business in front of him and put the family behind him. Um, it needs to say, you know, there's no right or wrong to that. And I, and I don't know, but me, for me growing up, I always wanted to be a dad and I always wanted to, you know, be a successful dad. Like there's two things I knew I wanted to be successful and a dad. Um, and there was always like my buddy's dads and Mr. Richards is like a perfect description of guys who were just always there. Like, you knew if you call them, uh, they would be there in a second for you. And that's exactly what her dad is for me. So I'm a, and the biggest thing about Larry Schneider, McKenna's dad is that he always makes time for people. Like there's never a time in the day where he's not talking to his buddies, like his best friends and him have a meeting every Friday morning 
drinking coffee and eating breakfast. Like that's the coolest shit of all time. If I'm that age and I'm chilling that hard, um, I'm definitely oh, doing something like, right. Do you know what before I mean? Before Derek, you hop in here. There's a couple things I want to say about that. Is that it's like with the, like the whole dad thing. Like I it, call this fucking crazy because like obviously you two can attest to this because you both have dads. Is that I have so many. I've had so many conversations with people that like obviously know that like my mom had me when she was 17. I've never met my dad. He's never been in my life. Um, obviously, like, I'm, you know, I know, I know where he is. Like, in, you know, it's kind of, you, you know, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be a little vulnerable here in a minute, but like, you know, being in and out of jail my whole life and shit like that. But like, the thing that's kind of crazy is that I don't, it's never really affected me because like my mom's always been so upfront and honest. Like, I, like, I remember I came home from school one day, I was mad young and I was just like, I was like, yo, like, how come, how come I don't have another parent? And she was just like, well, like, don't tell no one, but like, only the cool kids get one parent. She's like, well, you can't tell people that in school. And then, like, obviously, as I got older, she kind of like, you know, let me in on like what the situation was and you know everything like that. But and like, I mean, you two have both met my mom. You know, like, she's no fucking, she's all business all the time. Like, she's not, she's no bullshit. And like, she kind of had to be like, I kind of in it. And it, and it sounds crazy for most people right. to hear this, but like I genuinely am not like phased by it because she. You exactly, never knew what a dad, what exactly. happened to dad. And was then like, on top so of that, she me. played both roles. Yeah. Like she was, she was the person that I could go to, and you know when I needed to cry or something was wrong. But at the end of the day, like she was no bullshit with disciplining me. Like she was just like you know, she was always like raised. And it's funny. Cause like, even when I go like, uh, like a grocery store or something like that, or gas station, I'm always like, or I won't even say that. Like I sometimes I'll go out to eat and I'll be looking at the menu and I'll be like, may I please. And my boys are just like, will laugh at me. And they're like, dude, you have such good manners. I'm like, yo, I can't help it. It's just how I was raised. But at the same time, my mom was like, yo, like I'll be right. damned if I'm going to raise a shithead and I'll be damned if I'm not going to be successful as a parent. And then on top of it so it's like it's really never it's really never phased me but i will say though like kind of you know looking back on it i have never i mean going back to what you said that's one thing that's i mean i think that's kind of like why we click so much is that that that's for me was it like i always like from since i was little i was like yo i'm there's three things i know for sure are for a fact are gonna happen and regardless what anyone else has to say one my mom's gonna be retired i'm gonna retire her two I'm going to be a millionaire, not from the aspect of materialistic shit, but it's from the aspect of like, okay, like I'm going to make sure she's good. And then on top of it, like you said, I've always surrounded myself with, you know, really loving and loyal people that even in like some of my darkest days are still like ride or die with me. So it's like, on top of that, I'm gonna make sure that you're set and you're good. And that if, you know, your family's ever in need, because you've always been ride or die with me, I'm gonna be ride or die with you. And then on third, I've never had a dad. So I think it would be so dope to be a dad. And like you said, go to, you know, go to parent teacher conferences, go to those basketball games, go to those lacrosse games, you know, take in, you know, be the, be the dad or, you know, that is always having all the kids over at the house. And like, because like, yes, exactly. Cause I even like I was talking to Greenway and I'm just like, dude, whenever your dad was coming to campus or around, like, you know, Mr. Greenway, Green, Mr. Greenway is always for the boys. He's always just like, he, he's yeah, he's just ride or die. Yeah. So like, for me, it was just like, I think that like, you know, I've always thought and acted the way I did is because like from a young age, I always was like, yo, I a hundred percent want to be a dad one day. And I can't fucking wait for that to happen. Obviously when it's the right person and right time, like I'm not trying to, I'm not just, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. We no, don't want no, that no, shit no, no, tomorrow. No, and then obviously like, <laughs> Yeah, that's D man's yeah, job. Care of my, no pull out, care of my... 
Yo, Derek's Derek's out here shooting <laughs> blanks, but fucking. Oh my god. No, but um, <laughs> making sure that like I say to Megan all the time, it's just like once I you know get them set, if if you know God forbid like say like Megan or one of you guys like you know your kid gets sick and it's just like you have hospital bills like you know ragging up and it's just like yo like here, here's 10K, here's 20K. Like, let me cover that for you because you may not. Yeah, and it's a lot of right. people, like, like they get so turned off. But, like, you know, by me saying that, not that I say it a lot. Like, I've never really openly shared all this. But, like, it's just, like, a lot of people don't think that way. And it's just, like, I have had so much help in life that it's just, like, it, to me, I would feel like a piece of shit if when I'm older I didn't do exactly what my mom did for me and for other people. Yeah. No, yeah, I, 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 for sure. I see that. That's like one thing I've talked to a lot of different people, some different people about stuff like that. And like, obviously, like, it's hard for me, like, to relate. You know, like, I came from a pretty foundational family. You know, I have a brother, two brothers, and a sister. My parents were separated for a little while, but like, I was so young that like, I couldn't even remember. And, um, you know, but like, I've, you know, I got friends that kind of have had similar situations. And I've always told them, like, I have the greatest respect for, like, in, an individual like yourself, John. Like, I mean, because you could have gone a complete, three, like, 180, 360. Like, you, know, I, I you will, could have literally ended right. up. Well, I'm going to cut you off. Yeah, you could have ended up somewhere else. And it's like. Well, I want to cut you off real quick. I, I The only reason I disagree with that is because I was never, like, given that opportunity to, if that makes sense. Like, my mom was on top of my shit 24-7. Not in, like, a controlling way, but it was yeah. just, like, like, no video games during the week. Like, go read a book, go outside, go play, and, like, oh, your yeah. homework's done? Let me check your homework and make sure that it was done properly. Like, and when I was younger, yeah, so I was, to your mom. yeah, I was always just like, God, like, this fucking lady. Yeah, but I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, D saying you could have been mad about that, right? Like, why yeah. is this lady telling me I all never, this shit? I, it's, it's not easy. That's the thing. It's not easy for your mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure, listen, there's probably a lot of single parents out there who do probably do the same thing, right? I mean, and they still go, they're rebellious. They're like, hey, I fuck you. Where, like, where's my dad? Where's my mom? You know, like, they, they grow up angry. You know what I'm saying? Like, people grow up angry, and there's no doubt that that happens. Yep. Like, I just, I think, like, yeah, your mom gets a lot of credit, but I do think at the end of the day, too, like, some self-respect to yourself because, you know, you obviously, you kept your head straight, too. You could have said fuck you to all those people that were trying to help you and said, no, nah, I don't want your help. That's you true. Know? Like, That's true. So, okay, I, I mean, I take at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, like, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you, you, you put your you know, you put your ear to the grindstone and you just fucking kept going, you know, like, and I mean, you're, you've been successful. Like you, you've got, you know, you got a degree, like, you know, I just, I always said, like, I, I, I praise and I, I throw a lot of respect to people like that. Um, cause you know, not everybody can come from, you know, good families, you know, or not, not that you didn't come from a good family, but you know what I'm saying? Like a foundation, like, like what I, what I've come from, obviously, and what a lot of our friends have come from. And I'm sure a lot of your friends come from. So yeah, no, my uh, my uncle talks about it all the time because, like, he had a pretty rough childhood growing up, and then, like, fucking, uh, he never really had a father figure, and, like, he had it rough, like, he had it real rough, and, like, he talks to me about it all the time, and he's just, like, you know, like, kind of to your point, he's just, like, you know, you should be, like, thankful that, like, your mom didn't fucking play games with you, and she wouldn't, like I said, like, there were times, like, where she couldn't afford daycare, and it was just, like, she made me play sports because that, she knew that that would keep me out of, like, the fucking trouble, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, you know, kind of like going um, back to like the whole question about mentors and shit like that. I know we got a little off like Derek, like you got do you have anyone that like and kind of like Ben was saying that like 
has, you know, opened your eyes to a couple of things and like, you know, been almost like a mentor to you. That's like kind of, you know, put you on to a different level of like perspective and thinking. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say I probably have a couple different mentors, um, you know, like, but I honestly, I, I actually like my roommate right now, one of my best friends, um, you know, I, I got into business, you know, two years ago, got into sales and like, um, you know, trying to start in my career and a whole different life. You know, I was in college for fucking six years, way too fucking long. And, uh, way too long, <laughs> master, master of science over here. But, um, no, I mean, I, <laughs> I didn't know, you know, I didn't know what I was getting into. Like I got into this industry dude. And like, um, you know, I, I knew that I could probably be pretty, do pretty well after I'd done it for a little while. But, um, you know, he honestly, John, like we talk about investing in shit all the time. Right. Like, and dude, we talked about earlier, like I had no idea about that ever before in my life. Like he opened my eyes to like my future, you know, in a way, like, and where I need to like be, you know, where, where like, like, obviously like Brooks saying he wants to be a millionaire. Like who doesn't like, right. I want to be a millionaire too. Um, you know, and I think, you know, obviously not everybody has to be, you know, making six figures to be a millionaire. So, um, like a hundred percent, we talk about all the time. You don't have to, I mean, obviously I'm, that's a goal. Like I want to be making good money because it financially, when you're living, it's just awesome. You can go do a lot of things and still save and have fun. But, um, no, I mean like my, one of my good buddies and, um, my roommate, he's just literally opened my eyes to, you know, kind of, um, you know, stay like accelerating my career, you know, like getting to another point right now. Like I've been with my company for a couple of years. Like, you know, I got to get to this next level now. And he's always kind of been like pushing me always, you know, giving me new ideas on like, you know, selling. Cause he's been doing it for five, four or five years now. Um, but you know, like I said, this, just in general, like the whole investing, like, dude, I didn't give a shit in college about anything like that. I told you earlier, like that was not something that was even like, I didn't even know anything about it, dude. I, I, we t- you see shit about it all the time. How many kids you can go ask right now that know what compounding interest is, right? Like, and there's a lot that has no fucking clue. And I think that should be taught in college. I think kids should know, you know, how to set themselves up for success when they, you know, get out of school and, and get a job and get a career. Um, so, I mean, yeah, he, he's been huge to me just kind of in almost growing up in a sense, you know, and like really, hey, we still have fun. There's no doubt we're both single and whatever. And, um, you know, we, we definitely have a lot of fun right now, but but like we're definitely career focused and and want to, um, you know, be successful. So, you know, he's he's helped me a lot right now in my career. But, you know, I've got people that I you know go. I'd say my mom is also a huge mentor. Um, definitely, definitely. Brooks keeps calling me a mama's boy. I think I think I definitely. Oh am, yeah, you got to another. But uh, Ben is too. Don't let him. But uh, you. Yeah, yeah. He a hundred percent is. Um, Mama B's watching she's been huge to me and just um especially throughout covid and all this shit we've been going through and like um you know i think everybody's kind of had some tough times in the last year and just kind of keeping me you know head on and moving forward and um you know seeing light at the end of the tunnel right now but no definitely a lot of mentors and you know i mean i know you have a bunch too obviously and, and you've talked a lot about them as well so it's good to have a mentor. If you're not expanding your network and not like connecting with new people, you know, we touched upon that earlier. Like it's the greatest asset to you as a young professional and just, you know, in life right now. I mean, so. 
Yeah, I mean, this is going to sound so fucking ignorant. I mean, ignorant, I at least think so. But, like, I mean, because if I didn't know, like, where I'm coming from with what I'm about to say and I heard someone else say it, I would kind of be like, the fuck? Is that I think everyone's full of shit. Like, I think that people don't really know what the fuck they're talking about. No, like, I'm being honest with you. And, like, like my mom's always told me, yeah. she's just like, yo, question everything. Even if you think it's right, just still question it for your own. Like, don't just be guided by what someone else does. And, like, for me, it was always just, like, I kind of related with, like, it kind of started with, like, lacrosse. Like, I would be coached, be, being getting coached by, like, one coach. And then I'll go to another coach, like, whether I'm playing on a club team, summer team, or some shit like that. And he would tell me the exact opposite. And I'm just like, um, okay. Like, like I remember in high school, like, I had a coach that was just, like, he was like, if, you know, if you can't get your hands free, try to throw behind the back, like, while you're on the run. Like, it's summer ball. Like, who fucking cares? Just do it. Whereas, like, or, you know, right. start trying to incorporate, like, no-look passes into your game because, you know, it will boost your <laughs> IQ and shit like that. But then I'd go, I'd go play, you know, with another team, and then you do that, the coach would go fucking ballistic and be like, you know, that's not going to get you in college. And I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, well, the coach I was just playing with is a better coach than you because he actually sends kids to college. He's telling you to do that. So, like that type of like that lin I want to say like that lineage of information never made sense to me. I'm like, okay, that doesn't make sense. And then obviously like us three have talked about it. Like a lot of shit you learn in school, you're like, what's the point of this? This makes no fucking sense. So, you know, constantly always questioning shit. I started like the only way I got mentors was like, I just reached out to people. I'm like, yo, it seems like you're successful. Like what'd you do in life? And then kind of through that, they were just like, oh, I did this, 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 this is bullshit. You guys learned this. This is bullshit. You don't need this. And then like, I was more infatuated and more curious with that type of shit than anything I was actually learning at Mercyhurst. And I'm like Megan, for example, like he used to get mad as fuck at me when we would have classes together. Cause I never paid attention. Like uh, my homie, Grace Gabriel, I was always, I, I was always watching her lacrosse games when I was sitting there in class. And like her lacrosse highlights and I wasn't ever paying attention. And I was just okay with getting B's and C's. Cause like, I knew it didn't matter, but like to Ben's point, like I already had like a vision and plan for where I wanted to go in life. And I was just listening to what those mentors were saying. I mean, it's kind of fucked up to do that, but like at the same time, it's worked out in my favor and kind of like going back to what we were saying when that whole like GameStop AMC craze happened, Derek, you were like, it was like me, you, Mike and Megan in a group chat. And you're like, yo, boys, like, if yeah. this hits, like, how, how much money are you going to make? And, like, based on the amount of money that I put in, if, like, it would have actually hit, I probably would have made, like, I think, like, 16 or 17 grand. And I told you that I was just going to take all that money and buy up Amazon stock. And you're like, that is so fucking yeah, smart. I you're just yeah. like, that's so fucking smart. They're like, John, you're a genius. And I'm like, bro, I'm not a genius. Someone told me this. So it's not like I bought yeah, it myself. Smart. Which it's like kind of yeah. crazy to me because like you don't you don't get to hear those things that often. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I mean, I, I was dude. I remember like we talked about that, and I was I was thinking about it. And I'm like, because I was like, you know, some people were talking about pulling out and buying shit, and like obviously this never happened, so it kind of sucked. But well, we knew it wasn't gonna happen in a way. But yeah, I mean, if you know, if it had happened, like it's like the smartest idea because you're just reinvesting in your future. And the opportunity to get, you know, say Tesla stock or fucking, yeah, Amazon, all these things that you could honestly, that, that are harder to kind of buy stock in, in some ways or another, um, you know, it gives you the opportunity to just reinvest and like, obviously, you know, try and make some more, um, you know, revenue for yourself, but. Absolutely. Now, like, I mean, we kind of touched on it. Like, if you two actually, I asked, when I had Dorenzo on, I asked him this because he's a teacher, like, I'll ask both of you this if you know Ben you want to go first 
so I don't have to hear that fucking Sunday sauce fucking accent. Me, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> but fucking. But if uh, if you two if you two were both like running a school, say you like you were running a school for like the youth and shit like that, what would be the curriculum? Like, what would you teach them? Holy fuck. <laughs> Oh man, just, that's what, a loaded I mean, question. Just that's a lot, top three things. It's a lot for my top brain. Three, top three things. <laughs> top three things. Uh, I I think I would set it up. I think I would set my school up to make kids start thinking for themselves mm-hmm. at a super young age. Right. I give you seven seven different routes. You you choose one of them. You see where it gets you. Doesn't work out. Shit. Go back. Start over take another route right and then as they get older you keep pulling it back and telling them like oh this didn't work out that means you filed for bankruptcy like you're you're at ends me you got to start over and i don't know through that thing i I guess you could do it really cool maybe i'm super high or something right now but you could give them like currencies (laughs) right um as as they're building up did you just say i'm so high right now (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you sound like vegan right now. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I think I would just make them choose for themselves. Um, I think right now we tell kids too much what to think. If like, there's too many examples to give right now where it puts me as either a devil or a, or a saint. So what I will say, I think that the schooling system is just you need you need to let a kid come up with his own opinion. If he has that opinion, then you can't disagree with it. I remember this dude who taught U.S. politics at Mercyhurst, like that capstone class everyone had to take. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the yeah. U.S. government. Um, I, I forgot what his name was, but he was dope, and it was, and this guy was a straight up liberal, um, like straight up as liberal as it gets. Professor came in every day, but I remember when Trump won, and we're sitting in this class, and he's like, "So, do we have anything to talk about today?" And people started booing. And this dude was like, absolutely not. He's like, we don't do that. He's like, in America, we support whoever is president and we just hope for the best for the next four years. And I thought that was the coolest shit. And if there's probably one thing I took from Mercyhurst other than, you know, some memories and lacrosse memories, Um, it was that. I mean, the the world is soft today. If we can be, if we can be honest, we, I've talked about that. We talked about that just with sports. I talked about my buddy the other day and like, it's just like, dude, I mean, we, John, we had a conversation about it and it's just like, like, that was the one thing, um, that like, I've always, you know, given credit to coach Ryan for in a way, like is, you know, he broke us down and like, honestly, me, I got a lot like bad and like, I could easily just gotten up and quit and left. And, you know, like, obviously like I didn't, you know, I, I put, I pushed through it and like, you watch like college sports nowadays and like, there's D1, you know, athletes who are some of the best at their craft and they just get up and leave. They transfer. You know, I think it just happened to – my buddy was just talking about it with the UNC player who was, like, one of the best players on their team. And I guess he just was pissed that he didn't start or he didn't play a lot, and then he just got up and left. He's like, yeah, fuck it. Like, I don't want to put in the work. You know, like, I just think – I just think nowadays, like, our world is – there's a lot of babies soft out there. People can't take For some sure. criticism or can't take a debate. You know, like, no one can fucking get in an argument and then, like, be friends after. You know, like, I mean, that's what oh, we talked about earlier. It's like, like our team, like at Mercier's, like, like you and Dow talked about, like we would get in fights all the time. Like 
I fucking hated these guys half the time, but then like an hour later, I'd fucking be sitting with them having a beer at the stone or having some drinks. It's like sitting, <laughs> sitting on daddy's <laughs> lap, taking a beer down, <laughs> asking them for yeah, a beer. Yeah, no, fucking. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? I just got a fucking. I just got a text from uh, Egan. He wants me to buzz him in here. Do we do it? Oh my god. <laughs> Let's see. Oh my god. He already let's had see. his time. I tried I know, talking to him. Just... He wouldn't talk to me. Yeah. He said he wants to shit on you. So let's see if I could buzz him in. Hang yeah, on. I, I, haven't, I haven't even talked shit about him. And now he's going to come in and guns blazing. I already know it. Yeah. Just, <laughs> oh, like fucking screaming like a motherfucker. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no. So, like, before before this jackass, like, gets in here, but, um, like, for both of you, because I ask everyone this on, like, the podcast and shit like that. Like, I'll start with you, Ben. But, like, if you could go back in time, you can meet your younger self. The oldest you are is uh, is 18. Like, what would you tell yourself about, like, life, lessons you've learned, and just, like, what to look forward to um, carrying yourself into the future? True. Loaded. Um, I would say... Oh, here, yes. here we go. I wouldn't say much. I'd say. Steetsy. Oh, Steetsy. Oh, you guys hear me? Oh, God. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, hey, we real can quick. Hear you. Yeah, I'll we can fucking hear you. You know for a fact that Derek, Derek's email blasting this episode to his whole fucking family. <laughs> like, like, Ma, I was on a oh, podcast. Yeah. What'd you talk about, Derek? Why would I do that? You know, I was, Why would I, I do, do that? that back in 2012? You know what I'm talking about. This guy just what he just wanted. He wanted to just literally come on to talk shit about me for no. like two seconds, and then he's gonna bounce. No, that's just, like what he's doing here. Wait, let the boys have their Steetsy. fame. Say hello, quick hello, Ben. <laughs> Saw you were playing some golf Buddy. with uh, uh, Cookie. Oh, hey, uh... DT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, me and Jerry had a golf that trip. He posted hey, you know what? Next time. <laughs> fucking crazy right? i didn't see a text <laughs> oh are you uh are you what are am you i not asking? gonna ask the boys <laughs> you got a question here for us come on Ooh, give us a question those out here. okay oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 i'm i'm already in i'm coming well I'm you talked know, to john you know, about it earlier but they don't I'm call ben, my too. ben flake brooks for nothing you know he won't come to that dolphins game no, he's not coming. He can't get out. Oh, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah. My, my no, phone's so, been blowing you know, up. I didn't get, get the guys down, uh, get, get him down to Miami, you know, get a little shaker in, lose some brain cells, and uh, call it a weekend. 100%. Absolutely. Uh-huh. So, uh, and, uh, well, before before you go, because, you, you know, their little fame, you're still in the spotlight. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you got – Ask you gotta you okay? You get you get one question. You can ask Eric a question. You can ask. Ben I'm gonna a be honest. I don't have out. any fucking questions. It's just good to hear their voices. I'm sure we'll come <laughs> after this. We'll do a little. Come on, we'll do a you didn't come prepared. Um, let's see, boys. All right, Steetsy. Steets. Fuck, dude. What a jackass guy. What a jackass guy. He's all time. He's what a all time. That guy is, huh? Well, yeah. He's an all time guy. All-time dude, imagine. <laughs> Dude, imagine, imagine Ben, like how you were saying you want to have kids one day. Imagine you fucking have a daughter and they bring someone like him home. Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. Yeah. That goes back to the parenting <laughs> topic, John. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, well, we'll, we'll fucking run that back. But, Derek, we'll give you some time to think. So, yeah, if you could 
you know, based on all the things you've learned in life, all the hardships you've had, all the, you know, adversity you've had to overcome and just fucking anything. Um, you know, if you were to meet a younger, your younger self, like, what would you tell them like to carry with them in the future? Again. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, I would just say, yo, stay straight, like stay, keep your head straight. There's shitty people out there. And I, I kind of would remind myself to hang out with the better ones, right? There's, definitely been some losers in my life that i spent a week too too long with but as soon as someone comes like a liability you got to be out um and i think i'd just say you know focus on loyalty to your the the guys you know that are loyal to you does that make sense that's how like there's a lot of people that actually have like a lot of people said to me too like and i mean i I, good thing this fucking jackass is off but there's a lot of people that like have come up to me in private and they're like dude your boy's a fucking douchebag like megan's an asshole like how are you of all people fucking homies with that (laughs) kid and i'm just like dude you gotta understand that's it like you said it's it's like loyalty like that motherfucker has been by my side and vice versa since we're fucking god knows what like 13 you know what I mean? And yeah, big head at 13. Year old <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, I used to have pizza face bad, but fucking, uh, but, too, but that's, he just texted me too. He goes, That he was like, That was all time, that made my night. Let's fucking go. <laughs> but uh, no, like, kind of like you're saying, you fucking, you gotta, you gotta have people that are by you that are fucking like loyal and actually like care about you a hundred percent. Yeah, no, what, no uh, doubt, man. I'm, what about you? I'm all about. What about, about you? I mean, dude, I, that's a, that is a very tough question, but like, I, uh, I don't know. Eat your vegetables. <laughs> don't get, don't get chubby. Um, we're still no, out I at mean, the bar. <laughs> we're still out at the bar. Yeah, that would be a, that would have been beneficial for sure in, in some instances. Um, no, I, I don't know. I, honestly, I, I would just have to piggyback off Ben. To be honest, I mean, I, I don't really. I mean, I think if, if anything, like just to kind of, um, you know, be happy with the choices that you make, like, um, you know, and through that by just kind of, I I agree, like surround yourself with the right people, you know I mean? And I, and I, you know, at the end of the day, like we go through hardships, like we have our falls, like, I mean, you know, you just gotta kind of keep moving forward, you know, and keep picking your head up. I think, you know, personally, like that's something I've dealt with. Like, I mean, I didn't grow up like in a shitty situation. Like I don't have, like, I didn't have that much adversity, but, um, you know, I think kind of, I've, I've been happy with, you know, the friends that I've met along the way and, um, you know, the friendships that I've made through college and, you know, I, I really couldn't say much more than that. I don't really, um, you know, just surround yourself with the right people. So. And, um, all right. And one last thing, if you could describe Mercy Hurst in your time there in one word, what would it be? <laughs> Dark. It was black a lot of the Dark. time. Yeah. What about you, D-Man? Um, oh, he got a, he probably got a call again. Oh, no, no, no I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> That's the brain. Thing. I'm fucking, the I'm thinking, grinding, buddy. I gotta think. I didn't get these questions before like Brooks did. He's got them all down in front of him. I'm freaking thinking off the spot here. Top of my head. <laughs> yeah. yeah probably steam coming from that little dome yeah listen i worked all day i'm freaking sitting here and i'm thinking about questions no i would say in one word um fucking dreary but a fucking great time best best place i've ever, ever been to i fucking if i could go there right now and party i would 100 percent. 
not even a question. Oh, but... remember? <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt. I, I mean, I'm Derek, not Derek. I think I think I think the correct word for you was was rain because you want to know why? You made it rain. <laughs> when it rains, it pours. <laughs> You're a fucking ben, idiot. I could Ben, if you want me to. <laughs> Man, if you want me to, I'll cut this out, but it just randomly popped in my head. Do you remember the night that uh, you came over? You came over. It was just me, you, and Jesse, and she packed that bowl of keef, and we were screaming at the top of our lungs laughing for no reason. Oh. No, we don't have to cut this out because weed's, weed's oh. legal. Oh, yeah. Now it is in New York, oh. too, so fuck it. Yeah, so we're good. He, but yeah, the Keith man. Oh, the Keith man caught me. <laughs> yo, that I was screaming, laughing, and you were just like, "Yo, fucking stop!" And you were laughing because I couldn't stop laughing. And then, you... dude, yeah, you were gonna give me a. Heart <laughs> and then attack, that was. Uh... So yeah, well, uh, we got anything else, well, or we 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 caught in it? I don't know. I mean, uh, that was that was entertaining. I enjoyed it. Yeah, you got it. You got anything else to say? No, uh, shit. No, I'm good. I mean, go ahead, ben. I mean, I'm just, I'm completely, I got nothing else to say, so that's why I'm asking. You know, let me, let me just give you some more, uh, D and D, yeah, yeah, yeah. Run, yeah. Until, um, until the well runs dry, spit them out. Yeah, you know, 442, Derek first got to get laid at Mercer's yeah, I, astounding I, effort. I, dude, um, I killed two. <laughs> D and B D and B took a took a dance oh, class yeah. together freshman year. We had to perform a dance in front of that a, was fucking a bunch wild. of people. Um Yeah. And then uh then yeah, and then we separated because I couldn't fucking stand his face anymore. Yeah. I went and lived with and my uh my friend James, who uh frequently stuck knives in my door um and put it he 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 literally put a, <laughs> a sign on my door, and I, I don't remember what it said. It was in red marker, and it had to have been, I'm going to kill you or something like that, and just stuck a knife in it. I opened my door one day, and it's just sitting there, and I'm like, <laughs> dude, this guy's fucking psycho. I mean, he's he's nuts, but yeah, I, mean, I actually miss that guy. I, mean, I haven't talked to him in a while, but um, – yeah, What's, ben, he, uh, ben what's he doing down in San Diego? Yeah, I think he's still in Coronado. Yeah, yeah down in San Diego. He's been there for a minute. So last time I, last time I talked to him, he was, I mean, he loved, he likes it there. I'm pretty sure, you know, he's got some family out there and stuff. So yeah. Reader. Yeah. Reader just went down. There oh, really? soon again. Yeah. Dude. I remember that kid. As soon as he graduated, he was like, I'm never fucking coming back to Erie. <laughs> he, he did one time though. He came one time. Sure. Look at Vaughn, dude. Vaughn is sending out this. Vaughn sending out his yeah. uh, pool play, <laughs> his his master's pool play. How about play classic Vaughn story here, right? He fucking so I'm so John. I work with one of Kevin's like best friends from high school, and so we got yeah. in this pool. We got in this. I got in this pool with them for like the match play, the um, the Dell match play that happened last weekend or two weekends ago. And Kevin texted me. That was yeah, a waste ben, of money. And ben time. was in it. Yeah, Ben was in it too. And. uh he fucking Kevin Ben te- Kevin texts me and he goes. I asked him. I was like, "You want me to Venmo you?" He goes, "No, nah, I'll uh, have you Venmo the winner." So I was talking to my buddy <laughs> the other day, and he's like, "I'm like, yo, why why is Kevin not sending me this thing for the Masters pool?" He's like, "He said you never Venmoed him for the match play," and I'm like, "Well, that fucking moron told me that I was gonna Venmo 
the winner. And I, I, I mean, I, I forgot because I just I forgot about it. It was a weekend, but like I just, yeah, fucking that guy. And then he's like, then I fucking Venmoed him, and he sent the freaking link right over to me. And he's like, send it to all your friends, send it to everybody. You know, Kevin, he's trying, he's trying to maximize the opportunity. Dude, he, that guy's a fucking character, yeah, man. All timer. He's he fucking all time, man. The, the, one of the only stories that still sticks in my head is when he was so fucked up and he was pissing in your laundry basket thinking it was the oh, dude. dude, that was oh, the, oh. the worst part about that story is fucking John Plasky is just recording. I said to him, I'm looking, I'm, I'm fucking <laughs> John, dude, I think I was at the stone. John shows up and he goes, yo, you know, he's fucking, he can't even talk. They like, watch this video. And I'm watching it. And I'm like, dude. I'm like, it's piss. He's pissing on my laundry. And I'm like, and I'm like, John, why didn't you fucking stop him? And it's like he's sitting there videotaping, and he's he's on my bed. And I'm like, dude, you should have just stopped him. Like you're a fucking idiot. And I was uh, fucking yeah, Kevin. Or the or the time that uh, he was Wade Boggs. He did the Wade Boggs challenge. <laughs> he fucking oh, yeah, that was the Wade one Boggs of the funniest days of all time. He actually was fucking writing markers down on his t-shirt. He got to like 20, he got to like 25 or something like that. And then threw up all over the goat house driveway, threw up everywhere. Everybody's like, all right, he's done for the day. We go home or we go to the stone. And like an hour or two later, he shows up walking in the door. He's like, I'm here to finish the fucking challenge. He's fucking, oh dude, he's, he's all time. He's a character. Dude, no, it was, it was I, when he wore that fucking uh, puppy dog shirt <laughs> with that bucket hat <laughs> all the time. Oh, yeah, Johnny, dude, he's one of a kind. You'll, I have, you'll never meet someone. <laughs> oh, like yeah, ever. guys, different. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, yeah, he's he's different. He he's he's definitely broken and broken in some sort of his head though. Yeah. He's nuts. All yeah, the they're, they're, they're out of their fucking minds. Yeah, I mean, but they're all good dudes at the end of the day. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. my dogs. Big shout out to Crow, John, Joe, all of them. Boys. But uh, yeah, so I think that's fucked, dude. We've we've been we've been ripping it up for like almost an hour twenty. So, Beautiful. I mean, shit. Hey, it was great talking with the boys. You think it's time we wrap it we'll up? Have, yeah, we'll we'll have to do this again sometime though. I want I want next time I want to sit down. Hey, Derek Hubbard, in a fucking place where I can see your faces, so I can you know. Yes, dude. That's what I, I thought. Like, I we could, be we, on some yeah, I was gonna say we'll fucking, fucking crush some beers, some beers and whatnot. You know, fuck it. I'm gonna bury every. I'll bury Ben. Smoke some cigars. Maybe a cigarette. Yeah. Maybe I'll give Derek an OTP oh! Yeah, no, I'll get it. I'll get it set up on Zoom, and then we'll fucking start. We'll start ripping some Zoom calls with the. We'll get. We'll get more. Not even Zoom, uh, dude. I'll fly <laughs> in. I'll fly into uh, Buff or wherever we gotta go, and maybe. <laughs> all right bros I, I appreciate you guys you guys are fucking beauties and i love you both so thank you for doing you, this guy. for sure dude Let's right, absolutely. Some just spend this time we'll cut Derek out so we get we get some more views that's, you know that's fine. <laughs> all right bros cool. i'll catch you guys all right. <laughs>